ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه اما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وأحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار ثم أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته يا مرحبا بكم الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah. In today's episode of Marriage Hacks 101, our topic of discussion will be Return all disagreements to Allah and His Messenger. Return all disagreements to Allah and to His Messenger. When we examine these marriage hacks, we find that there is one commonality amongst them, and that is they are very on the nose, as they say. They're almost common sense, good common sense measures. Now, in my years of marriage counseling and dealing with couples who are going through troubled times and in those situations where it ended in divorce, I can safely say from my own experience that in the vast majority of those cases, the marriage was salvageable. It's just that the parties involved were unwilling to work on fixing it. They had no desire to fix it. The point is, is that we cannot, and bi'ithnillahi ta'ala, this will be an, a, another topic for another time, but divorce should not be our first course of action. But we have to fix the problems within the marriages and save our marriages. Because bila shak bila shaitan strives to break up couples and to ruin marriages. This is from the objectives of the shayateen. Because when an individual is single, it opens the door for so much corruption. For so much corruption from the temptations of one's desires and the like that will ultimately lead to an individual's destruction how many individuals have been utterly destroyed due to falling victim to these desires now this is not to say that this is not also a test for married individuals as it is but marriage helps to subdue the likes of these things because the individual through the marriage is able to carry out and fulfill these carnal desires in a halal manner. So marriage, the functionality of marriage as it relates in that aspect is well known and is clear. But likewise, when it comes to the mental support that an individual will need throughout his life or throughout her life, then you will find, bithnilahi ta'ala, that light level of support inside of a healthy marriage. That's why healthy marriages are so important. It's so important for our mental well-being for our physical health as as a for uh, a for related when an individual does things that is not permissible they 
subject themselves and open themselves up to contracting all types of diseases that will harm them physically and that can even lead to their ultimate death. Now, whereas marriage will help safeguard you as, 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 as relates to this. Also, from another standpoint, individuals, they will have support. So when they fall to a sickness or something like this, they have support from their spouse to help them. Whether that be something as simple as cooking chicken noodle soup for them, taking their temperature, bringing them medicine, whatever the case is. Very simple things, but it helps you. It helps the overall um, quality of one's life when they have a healthy marriage. Now, so going back, but also mentally as well, because you have that support, you have that support system that will help with your mental stability and the like to help remind you about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so on and so forth. So with this being the case, saving the marriage, and this is only some of the benefits, but with this being the case, saving the marriage is very important. So we cannot allow mere disagreements to be the ruin to our marriage. Now, very important. We cannot allow mere disagreements to be the cause of the ruining of our marriages. Because as human beings, we are going to disagree. We're not always going to see eye to eye on things. We're not always going to agree. At a, at a particular thing so it is important that we learn how to deal with these disagreements because a disagreement does not equal divorce okay and it should not lead to a divorce in any event allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says in his noble book o you who believe so allah ta'ala is addressing who the believers those who have iman o you who believe Obey Allah and obey the messenger and those who are in authority over you. Then Allah Ta'ala, he goes on to say, And if you were to differ in anything, then return it back to Allah and return it back to the messenger. Allah Ta'ala, he says, If you truly believe in Allah in the last day, because this is the best course of action and the best final the best final result this is what's going to lead to the best result at the end of the affair is returning it back to Allah and returning it back to the messenger the point that we want to focus in on from this verse in this in this sitting is the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if you were to differ in anything, then return it back to Allah and return it back to the Messenger. Mujahid, what does this mean? Return it back to Allah and back to the Messenger. Let us look at this first. Bithnilahi Ta'ala. Al Hafid ibn Kathir. He mentions inside of his tafsir as relates to the aforementioned statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He mentions, he says, Qala Mujahid wa ghayru. That Mujahid and other than him, they said, Qala Mujahid wa ghayru wahidin min as-salaf. That Mujahid and more than one of the salaf, they said, Ay, ila kitabillah wa sunnati rasulihi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Meaning that you would return it back to the book of Allah and to the sunnah of his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So now, what is it that we return back to Allah and to the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? The ulama they mention that what is intended well murat bin tanazir that what is mentioned by differing here Allah Ta'ala says for in tanazatun if you were to differ. So what is meant, and this is how it's translated, what is meant by this word here, Yani a tanazir meaning 
Al-ikhtilaf wal-jidal. It means differing and argumentation. So when there is a differing, when there is an argument, na'am, when there is a differing and when there is an argument, so now we want to look at between the married couples. When there is a differing or when there is an argument that comes up amongst the married couple, then what is our solution to this differing? Then return it back to Allah and the Messenger. And others from the ulama, they point out a very important point that we gain from the grammatical structure of this ayah. And that is Allah Ta'ala, He says, Allah Ta'ala, He says, And if you differ in anything, and if you differ in anything. Naam. So we have and then we have Allah Ta'ala's statement, and if you differ, and then we have Allah Ta'ala's statement, in anything. He mentions, he says, that this is a unrestricted um this is an unrestricted thing that is mentioned inside of a conditional construction, a conditional sentence. Naam. So therefore it means, or we understand from it, a generality. Naam. Because you have something that is indefinite. I'm a better way to say that. Something that is indefinite. Nakira. It is mentioned inside of a conditional construction, a conditional siyaq. Right? Uh, and this condition is, and if you differ, and if you differ, so once you differ, then it's in what? in in anything. This is general. The Shaykh says, A, A ye in anything that the people they differ in, in Allah, then return it back to Allah's Messenger. So anything a person may differ in with their spouse. It, whether it's small or it's big, whether it's related to the deen or it's related to the dunya, return it back to Allah and return it back to the messenger. Bring it back to the book of Allah and bring it back to the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam. because that's how you're going to know who was correct, who was incorrect and what we should do. Because it could be a situation where you're both wrong. It could be a situation where both the husband and the wife, they are wrong. And the only way that they will be able to identify their mistake and that they are mistaken in their stance is if they compare it to the book in the sunnah, if they compare it to the guidance, then they will know whether or not they are in compliance with the guidance or, or if they are in opposition to the guidance. So we have to return it back to the book in the sunnah so that we know what we should do. And in the event that one of them is right, then they will know who is right. Why? Because... It will coincide with the ruling from the book in the Sunnah. Imam Sa'di, Rahmatullah Alayhi, he mentions, he says, Yani, Thumma Amara, Beradi Kuli, Ainam, Beradi Kuli, Matanaza, and Nasfihi, Min Usuli Deen, Wafuru, Ahi, In Allah, Wa Ila Rasul, Sallallahu Alayhi, Wasallam, Ay, Ila Kitabi La, Wasunit Rasuli, he, Sallallahu Alayhi, Wasallam, For in Nafihima, Al Fossil, Fil Jamia, Al Masail, he said, so then 
after, after they are told to obey Allah and obey the Messenger and those who are in authority over them. Naam. And this is a very important point. I want to, I just want to mention it real fast. Because when we have differing and there are things that the rulers do that we are not in agreement with, Naam. what are we to do? Are we to go out and protest and do the things that is nature? No. It is very clear here in this ayah and in other texts. We, we bring it back to the book in the Sunnah. How does the, the Quran, what's the guidance in the Quran? What did Allah Ta'ala tell us to do in the likes of these situations? What did the Prophet Sallallahu tell us to do in the likes of these situations? How did Allah Ta'ala command us to interact with our rulers and how did the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam command us to interact with our rulers therein you will find what the solution anyway let's go back to what we're talking about here if we were to differ in anything with our spouse then we bring it back to the book and we bring it back to the sunnah this is how we are going to alleviate those situations this is how we are going to solve those problems now the Imam Ibn Kathir, he mentions, he says, This is a command from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a command from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we return it back to the book and return it back to the sunnah. And that anything that the people they differ in, whether it's in the fundamentals of the deen or the uh, subsidiary matters of the religion, then we return all differing. We return everything back to to the book and to the sunnah. Naam? And this is as regards to everything. Naam? I want you to understand this. If you and your wife get into an argument because someone left the cap off of the toothpaste and now it got hard or whatever the case is, Naam? And the argument ensues because of the cap being left off of the toothpaste. Bring it back to the book in the sunnah. Bring it back to the book in the sunnah so that when you address your grievance, it's in compliance with the manner in which you should address, you should address grievances. Now, you speak to them in a manner that is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You stay away from what Allah ta'ala, he hates and is displeased with. Now, so in everything, in the way you address it, in the way you bring it up, everything you can think of as relates to that, then you utilize it based on the guidance of the book and the sunnah. Now, and then likewise, you are being on the receiving end. Someone tells you something. Someone gives you an advice. Someone gives you a nasiha. How are you to receive the nasiha? How are you to receive and what are you to do with that advice and how should you act in wake of that advice? The Quran tells you how you should be. The Sunnah of the Prophet وسلم, tells you how you should be as, as, as relates to accepting the guidance and accepting the advice when it comes, especially when that advice is in compliance with the book and the Sunnah, then you have to uh, accept it, so on and so forth. And it also tells you what you are to do with advice that comes and is contrary to the book and the sunnah. Ma'am, it tells you how to respectfully disagree. It tells you how to respectfully let it be known that you're not going to be in compliance with this and why. Ma'am, it does not call for an individual to become belligerent and indignant and so on and so forth. It does not, necess does not ne ne necessitate that. 
but rather we have guidance from the book and the sunnah, even how we are to receive the advice that we get, even how they deal with bad advice. Now, even how to deal with what? With bad advice. So it is important that we employ the guidance in at every step in at every stage of our lives. And in particular here, as we're talking about when we differ as it relates to things. So we have to return it back to the book in the Sunnah. Kama qala ta'ala, as Allah ta'ala, he says, And whatever you may have disagreed in, in anything, then its ruling is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as it comes in Surah Shura, and is verse number 10. Naam? And it's verse number 10. And the verse of discussion of this particular um, episode it is from Surah Tin Nisa and it's verse 59. Now, for in it's in verse it's in Surah and Nisa, verse 59. So in any event, Allah Ta'ala He tells in Surah Shura that the hukum, that the ruling is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The hukum is not to other than that. The hukum is not to the hukum of Jahiliyyah. The hukum is not to that which is contrary to the book and the Sunnah, but the hukum is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how are we to receive this thing? Let's see. Is it acceptable? Did Allah Ta'ala say he's acceptable? Yes. Then we accept it. Did Allah Ta'ala say he's acceptable? No. So then we do not accept it. Now, did the Prophet say this thing's acceptable? Yes. Okay, then we accept it. Did he say it's not acceptable? Yes, he said it's not acceptable. So then in that case, what? We do not accept it. Now, it's very simple. It's not really complicated. We make our lives complicated. And us complicating our lives by going against the, the book and the sunnah, we bring tragedy to our own lives and to our own situations. And we want success for everyone. We want everyone to have a successful marriage. Because undoubtedly, your spouse is very important. So you should be very good to your spouse and very forbearing and patient with your spouse. And you also have to learn maturity. You have to learn emotional and mental maturity. You have to develop into that. So everyone has their uh, mistakes. Everyone, they have their shortcomings. Everyone, they will have to learn. Some of us have to learn the hard way. But the point is, is that you have to grow. Ma'am, don't keep making the same mistakes that a 20-year-old makes and you're 30. Don't be 40 making 30-year-old mistakes. Don't be in your 50s acting like you're 20 now, making 20-year-old mistakes, you should learn from these things. Now, you should learn, and you should learn to become better. So it's important that everyone learns these things and learn how to become better and, and develop this maturity. Because the reality of the fact is that your spouse, you love your spouse. That's right, you love your spouse. But you're not going to like them every day. Now, you love your spouse, but you're not going to like them every day. Because there may be a day you get into a disagreement over the... <laughs> the toothpaste, right? Or anything bigger or even less than that, you get into a disagreement. So you're not happy with each other at, at this time. You still love each other, got love for each other. Nah, but not your favorite person at, in the moment. And you have to be able to understand that this is life. It's not going to remain like that. That's how it is for right now. Nah, so don't base, don't make a permanent decision based on a temporary situation. That's just how you're feeling in the moment. Don't make a permanent decision based on a temporary feeling. It's very important, brothers and sisters. Learn to start safeguarding these marriages. Now, learn how to be mature and to learn how to grow old with your spouse. Because these divorce rates being high is unbefitting for people who have guidance. In any event, Imam Nikathir, he stresses, so the rule, 
the, the ruling, it goes back to Allah and it goes back to the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is what we are to do. Naam? If, and Allah Ta'ala, He goes on to say, in kuntum tu'minuna billahi wa akhir, if you truly believe in Allah in the last day, those who truly are striving to prepare to meet Allah, they really believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are preparing for the, the meeting in the last day. That they're going to stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they're going to have to answer for what they have done. They're going to be held accountable for what they have done. For those who do this, they are going to return their arguments and disagreements back to the book and the sunnah. Naam. Because you're going to be questioned. Do you understand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And it's mentioned that you had a disagreement about a particular thing. And then you are in the dunya. You chose to go with the ruling that was contrary to the book and the sunnah. You standing there in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What are you going to say? What are you going to say while standing in front of your Lord? And you knowingly went against his ruling. Or you knowingly didn't search it out, knowing that you should have, knowing that knowledge comes before statements and actions. You knew that you should have searched out the ruling, but you didn't care to because you were more concerned and impressed with what your desires called you to. Those who truly know and who truly believe that they're going to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is why they're going to rectify the likes of these situations and fall into compliance. Even if there was a moment where they were in opposition to the ruling of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala due to some things that were in their heart, due to some shortcomings in, in, in their self, due to some weaknesses inside of their faith, they're going to turn it around and they're going to fall into compliance with the rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knowing that they're going to be returned to Allah in the last day. And Allah Ta'ala is going to question them about everything that they did inside of their life. So therefore, they're going to make sure that they have appropriate answers. And they feel comfortable with what has transpired when they meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that means, yes, making amends. Learning how to say sorry. Learning how to rectify what you have corrupted and broken and so on and so forth. Now, that you do what it takes, that you, what you have to do, depending on the particular situation, to make it right. The person that believes in Allah in the last day, this is what you want to do. Because you don't want to come on the day of judgment and have anything, any grievance with any Muslim. So how much more so your wife, brother? How much more so your husband, sister? You don't want to come on the day of judgment and have any grievances. But how many exes are going to be in trouble now on the day of judgment due to the oppression they did to their former mate, their former spouse? Because they forgot these things and let their desires overwhelm them. So let's hold on to our marriages. Let's hold on to our marriages for those who are in marriages that are salvageable. Let's return our differing back to Allah and back to the Prophet وسلم, so that we can get the solution for these particular problems. So we can solve them. So we can save our marriages. Grow old together. One bury the next, be in Jannah together forever, bismillahi ta'ala. That should be the goal. That should be the goal, to help each other go to Jannah, so that one buries the other, so that they can be together forever inside of the Jannah, be together forever. That's what real love looks like. 
That's what real love transpires into and translates into. Is that they will be together in faith upon the deen. Loving for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hating for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Together building strong. Not just for dunya, but building strong for the akhirah. Building strong for the akhirah. Building strong for the akhirah. So that they can be together forever in Jannah. That is the real love. When it's based upon what? Iman. It's based upon true faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So as married couples, when we know, listen, we're, su we're supposed to be striving to be together with each other forever in Jannah. So we're not going to let these little disagreements and roadblocks derail that situation. Because yeah, I'm mad at you now because of X, Y, and Z. And I like what you said to me. So on and so forth. But that will pass. That's what it takes. This is all part of the situation. This is all part of the test. So understand that. And don't fall victim, bithnilahi ta'ala, to allowing disagreements to destroy your marriage when the answer was simple. Return it back to Allah and return it back to the Messenger, وسلم, if we truly, truly believe in Allah in the last day, because that is good. That is all good. That is all good. And this is the best of the final decision. This will give us the best outcome. This will give us the best outcome is that we return it back to Allah and return it back to the Prophet وسلم, bring it back to the Kitab and back to the Sunnah these are not slogans about. these are not slogans that we say but this is the methodology by way in which we should be living our life period upon the book and the Sunnah upon the understanding of the Salaf of this Ummah هذا نكتفي بهذا القدر فنكتفي بهذا القدر وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين إلى اللقاء until next time we meet استودعكم الله والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته